Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. A man that I know that will probably be there. He is our halftime correspondent live from Seddon Field, uh, Western Springs, taking on Auckland City. <laughs> Gordon Glenn Watson, how are you, sir? Yeah, very good. Uh, how are you both? Yeah, good. Thanks, mate. Good. How, what's the score at halftime? Uh, Western Springs nil, Auckland City four. Ooh, are you warming up, mate? Or they, they might, they might, they might decide to rest a few <laughs> for the weekend and give you a run. Oh no, no, no. We get... We, we gave up on that uh, particular fantasy uh, over a decade ago, I'm pretty sure. But, uh, yeah, look, it's been a good performance by Auckland City. There's five key players that aren't involved. Uh, Cam Howison is one. He's suspended. Dylan Manikam is carrying an injury. Ryan DeVries as well. Angus Kilcolly, as we know, is a long-term absentee. So, yeah, players are putting up their hands for the Chatham Cup final on September 11th. And what a, <clears throat> what a game is going to be, Gordon. How much focus... Has there been on that match at this point, in particular, given that it's up against Eastern Suburbs? Well, the players obviously had a, a very intensive last couple of months, uh, 14 games in eight weeks, which is a pretty hectic schedule, as you can imagine. You can also see that there's some wear and tear in the squad uh, with the lineup that's been picked today. So they've only just gone back into training. They've got uh, the second half of this game to get through and then they play Auckland United on Saturday, which is going to be a massive game for both clubs. And then there's a full week to prepare for uh, the cup final. And, yeah, they're very focused. They're taking uh, this game with with Springs and and the derby with Auckland United very, very seriously. And as you know yourself, as uh, a former Central and uh, Auckland City player, that, you know, the competition for places always keeps everyone on their toes. Gordon, what's it meant uh, for Albert and Ivan uh, putting this team together with the restrictions in the league in terms of the number of imports you're allowed to field, having injuries to guys like Dylan and Cam? Because I imagine those guys are two of the first names on the team sheet uh, when it comes to putting a team together. And, of course, they are two of the Kiwis. Well, look, I mean, that's the exact same question almost uh, of, of Albert very recently for um, internal club media and... He said to me, look, the players have been training as a group since last November because there was a potential to go to a Club World Cup. And he said, preparation, he said, these players are prepared, they are ready. And he said, when we have injuries, we now have players who have got so many minutes under their belt that they can just step in. Um, and, and you get that extra edge because of the incentive of playing in the Champ Cup final. For many of them, uh, for example, Ryan DeVries, he hasn't won it before. So I know that he has been saying to some of the other players that, you know, come on, we've got to put this uh, particular situation right and standing in front of them is an eastern suburb side that has improved rapidly since the middle part of the season. Yeah, they have. Uh, mate, I, I guess the uh, the other part too uh, that you've got to think about is that the eastern suburb side that they'll play in the Cup is probably going to look quite different to the eastern suburb side they will have played in the league due to the fact that you don't have that restriction on imports in the Cup. 
Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I, th- I think for both clubs anyway, you have uh, squads that are, are fairly settled. You know, they're, they're all mainly Kiwi players anyway. I think with the exception of Angel Belanga and Jared Gariga and Emi Tade, I think out of the 24. Uh, it'll be the same for Eastern Suburbs. I think they are coming into the game and they get a free hit. Uh, if you look at the the way that they were tracking in the first part of the season, it didn't look good. Uh, it didn't look good for their under-23s, but with the return of Kane Windersgill, um, the addition of one or two uh, extra players uh, that came in partway through the year, they've slowly but surely come come along. And look, I, I still think that Eastern Suburbs will have to play, you know, everyone will have to play a 9 out of 10 on the day, and Auckland will have to have an um, off day. But again, you know how how many times have we seen in a Challenge Cup final uh, the game go all the way to penalties, or there be you know six goals in a three-three draw type scenario? So it's one to look forward to. And just looking at the season overall at the moment, Gordy, in the cup alone, twenty-three goals and only three conceded in five games. Twenty-five odd games played, nineteen. Oh, 24 wins, one draw. That is an absolute behemoth of a season for a juggernaut of a team. How has Albert been able to keep standards up so high for so long? I think because he he has set standards himself. I mean, when Albert Riera speaks, you listen. And he's been very direct with these players. When they haven't been performing, he tells them. And he tells them on club media. Uh, I recall a game... We went down to Melville. We uh, were Auckland City were winning one nil. They conceded a penalty in the last minute. Connor Tracy saved it. I asked Albert, you know, what did you think of that? You've come away with three points, and he said, well, we came away with three points, but we didn't play well, and that performance was unacceptable. And he said, I told the players on Thursday when they were training that if they trained or played as badly as they were training that particular night, then you know we would somewhere along the line come a cropper and lose a match. And the players respect him. Uh, they respond to what he's got to say. He's very empathetic. He's a good man manager. But he's also honest. He's honest. And I think the players understand that honesty, um, particularly coming from a player who's played against Juventus, played um, for the A-League All-Stars and the A-League for, for many, many years, and, and also a very decorated uh, Auckland City FC player. So, look, I think Albert Rea can go a very long way in the game as far as he wants to go. It's really going to be up to him. Uh, you forgot to mention that he also played with Jacob Spoonley, Gordon Glenn Watson. <laughs> um, inter- well, we tried to look forward, Jake, as much as we were. <laughs> <laughs> I get that answer a lot, Gordon, for some reason. Um, hey, we've we've spoken quite a bit before you came on about the players that are the ones to watch out for, particularly those uh, not from New Zealand. Are there any young Kiwis in this Auckland City side that are worth looking out for on the 11th of September? Yeah, I think Matt Ellis has got a really good case to be included. Um, Matt Ellis has been to the United States. He went there through the Stride program. It didn't work out first time around. He came back to Auckland City. Uh, his goals to game ratio is incredible, really. Like, uh, I've been covering the club uh, on and off uh, over an 18-year period, and his goals to game ratio, I think it's 50%. He's played now nearly 18 games for the club and scored nine goals. Uh, he's been among the goals uh, this evening as well. He's got beautiful ball craft. When he has the ball at feet and he's moving at pace, he can break from midfield 
break defensive lines and come up with a finish. And at Auckland City, and you'll remember this, Jacob, when you have those three players in midfield, they're not really expected to come up with a lot of goals. So if you do possess one like that, it's a very special quality to have. And uh, he's very different to Cam House. And Cam is more, uh, you know, he brings more physicality and and, uh, experience to that midfield. But Matt Ellis on his day is uh, quite an exciting player. Another one I'd like to mention is uh, the emergence of a, a youngster from the under-23s called Adam Bell. Adam made his debut for the club uh, as a substitute in the Chatham Cup, and then he has just started his first game for the club this evening. I've had the privilege to watch Adam develop and play in the Lotto NRFL under-23 Prem division, and he's he's a very good young player. I know that Albert Riera uh, rates him very, very highly. I think the Chatham Cup final might come uh, a little bit too quickly for, for Adam, but certainly um, he's one to keep an eye on in the future. And, and Matt Ellis, who knows, we'll have to wait and see what uh, the squad uh, Albert comes up with in, in that final week. And what about Joseph Lee? He's been playing on the right wing, a left footer. Seems to be one that Albert really rates because he's mixing it up with the likes of Ryan DeFries, Dylan Manikam, and sometimes keeping Emi Tade on the bench. Yeah, well, Joe plays wide in, in the front three. He's, he can swap flanks, but he came to the club via North Shore United where he had played mainly through the middle, even as a central midfielder. So there's been a period of adaptation, and I know Riera has worked very closely with Joe Lee to help him through that transformation. And yes, in a team that's very successful, that has a very defined style of play, that is very focused on attacking teams, a player like Joe Lee has really thrived. Perhaps where he got his first real big test was in the OFC Champions League, and I think he found the physicality and the intensity of international competition a real eye-opener. Um, but nevertheless, I, I, I believe uh, Albert Riera will, will keep the faith with him for sure. And look, he's, he started, I think, 27 games this season, so for sure he'll be in the uh, mix to start against Eastern Suburbs. Uh, Gordon, I know you, you, you're uh, pressed for time because you're, you're covering a game that's at halftime. That's why we've rung you when we've rung you. Uh, but before we do uh, move on, I, I wanted to ask you about uh, you know the, the true blue that you are, uh, your reaction to the, the, the Champions League draw, not just yourselves, of course, but uh, your crosstown rivals, uh, both in the group stage of the Champions League for the first time in 12 years, uh, and you draw uh, some pin-top uh, tin pot team from Liverpool. You should feel um, very privileged, Gordy. You should feel very privileged. You get to come to Anfield. It's going to be good, mate. You, get, you get obviously already See, banked I, six I, points. Like How do you Jacob, feel about it? <laughs> look, I, I like it when Jacob talks like that, you know, and he starts to make out that this is a kind of a royalty thing because when you come up to Glasgow <laughs> well, and we get a free hit at Liverpool, uh, you better brace yourself. And look, I, you know, I say that as a joke, but in all seriousness, you know, Celtic versus Real Madrid in the opening game of their group, look, no matter what happens in that game, regardless of whether uh, Celtic win or lose, the atmosphere is going to be fantastic. And uh, the same will be uh, true of the, the two games between Rangers and Liverpool. I think from a Rangers point of view, the games with Napoli and, and Ajax are vital. But I've got some faith there. I think uh, Ibrox will be tough for Napoli. I think Ajax will find it tough. I think Rangers will travel well to Ajax. And I just wish, as a fan, if I can say this, I just wish that Rangers were playing Liverpool at Ibrox first because I think if they could get that game under their belt and have a really good night, then going down to Anfield's a lot easier. But having that first up's really tough. For Celtic, 
Yeah, uh, look, they have a particular style of play where they leave it all out on the park in that first half hour, and if they don't score a few goals in that half hour, then it's very difficult for them. It's worked, um, though, Cordy. <laughs> oh, well, in that Champions League group, if you're going to play like that against those teams, um, yeah, we'll see. But Postacoglu's doing a good job. I, I can't begrudge uh, Andrew Postacoglu compliments for that. He's, uh, you know, defied all the expectations. Um, and it's going to be close in Scotland again, really close. And, and the, I want to add as well, Hearts are in the uh, Conference League group stages after they... Uh, got through their uh, qualifying playoff uh, with, a, with a Swiss team. So it's good for Scottish football uh, to see the top three clubs there. And it all came about as a result of the coefficient. And, uh, you know, you can thank Rangers for that to get to the Europa League last season. Yeah, that's 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 massive. I'll tell you, the other piece of news I saw, uh, Gordy, I don't think it's been confirmed yet, but it's a very strong rumour that uh, one Duncan Disorderly Ferguson is going to be the new boss at Dundee <laughs> United. Yeah, I, I, I'm glad... Uh, I'd be glad for uh, Dundee United if he went there. You know, he's at a good point in his life, uh, in his late 40s. Uh, I think he'd be ready to take on a job of that type. Uh, not the Duncan disorderly of maybe 20 years ago. Um, but he's got a lot of good uh, reps when he stepped into the breach at Everton. So uh, perhaps we'll see the emergence of uh, Duncan Ferguson, the manager, in his own right in the SPFL. Yeah, I can, and I can tell you too, mate, don't worry about going to Anfield. Um, their right-back's always out of position, so just bomb there. Uh, their centre-back's <laughs> I'm lost, gonna jump lost in. a yard You of cannot pace. talk about Champions League football, <laughs> Ricardo Ball. <laughs> European, proper European nights, Gordy, mate. You and me. <laughs> Yeah, fair, fair point. I'm sorry, Rick. They've got, they've got nothing on the left now that they've sold Mane, mate. You know, they're just chances. And even the bloke on the right's gone off the boil. I mean, win 9-0, he can't even get an assist. So hook him, he's doing nothing, that Salah bloke. So, mate, you've got nothing to worry about. Gordy, don't worry about it. It's all good. Well, look, I am rather worried because both Liverpool and Celtic have beaten teams 9-0 and we've got Celtic on, on uh, Sunday in the first Old Firm game of the season. Uh, I'm sorry, on Saturday, Saturday night. So um, at Parkhead, that'll be a difficult game, but it'll be a good uh, sighter for what's to come for the rest of the season. Yeah, it will be, mate. Hey, listen, thanks for coming on. I know the teams will be just about out and you'll have to get back to uh, your, your job as media manager for uh, Auckland City, but I appreciate you giving us some time, mate. Thanks, Gordy. No, pleasure as always. Cheers, mate. Uh, Gordon Glenn Watson there giving us some insight into Auckland City and also uh, Glasgow Rangers as well.